0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Imperfection Wins podcast, a podcast that's focused on spreading a message of encouragement, grace, and authenticity with a focus on life, leadership, and service to others. Today is a special and exciting day for me because I have a special surprise guest. (laughs) I'm here with Jordan Steele from my favorite news channel, King5. Jordan, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here with us and grateful.
1: Definitely not a surprise guest. I'm just a good show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, probably surprising for a lot of my listeners. You're actually only my second guest. So, oh, cool. um, yeah. Well, thanks so, for having me. Yeah. Appreciate I'm so happy you're here. So, let's start. Jordan, just tell us a little bit about you and your role at King Five sure. and maybe some tidbits about you.
1: Yeah. So, um... I'm one of the evening meteorologists. We have a lot of content that we provide here at King 5, so we've got several meteorologists on staff. I do one of the shifts in the evening. I also host a show called Take 5. It's brand new. It's just about a year old. We launched that last year, and that airs at 4 o'clock. And the idea of that show is positive, uplifting, authentic, and all that jazz, right, trying to change the way people see news. So I'm just grateful to have that and I absolutely love it like I've been in the Northwest for so long I started my career here kind of bounced around and it's just such a joy to be in like one of the prettiest cities in the world like I love it here it is so fun.
0: Well, I'm so glad that you're here, too. And I love the whole concept for the Take 5. I think that that is a lot of what I talk about on my podcast and what we're going to be talking about today. People need it. People they need, need it.
1: good news right now.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I want to, before we jump into today's topic, sure. I want to tell everybody how we met because okay. it's a, um, one, it's a great example of a lot of the concepts and things I talk about on my podcast in terms of getting out of our comfort zones, but um, also it's sort of funny and I think people probably are wondering like how it is that I am sitting here talking to you. So, um, okay listeners, so as you all know, I have been intentionally working hard over the last year or so to get out of my comfort zone and follow the nudge when I feel it, take some risks, put myself out there on social media and through this podcast and leaving my corporate job and all of those decisions. And so, In the spirit of that, I want to tell you how I met Jordan. So one night, my husband and I were watching King 5 as we do daily, and I saw this commercial. I call it the box commercial, in quotes. Hmm. Um, So I saw this commercial, and Jordan was on it, and I immediately thought, yes, that is exactly what I'm talking about in my podcast. And I didn't overthink it. I literally just said to my husband, you know what? I'm going to email him. And I did it. I sat down. I looked up Jordan's email address on the King 5 website, which was not that hard to find. I sent him an email and felt really proud of myself for sending the email without ever expecting a response. And I um, sent an email just about, you know, a little bit about my story, my background, this podcast, and um, the message of encouragement and authenticity that I'm trying to spread And to my surprise, Jordan actually got right back to me, Mm -hmm. which um, was awesome. And I was just telling him that my first reaction when he responded was total excitement because not only did he respond, but he also agreed to come on the podcast. So I was so excited. And then my second feeling was a little bit of a panic because one of the things that was in Jordan's email to me was a question around where we were going to record the podcast. And so in my mind, I knew he was probably thinking like, I'm a podcaster and I must have a recording studio or something set up. (laughs) And actually, for those of you that have been listening to the podcast, you know that I record all of my podcasts in a fort, in a closet, out of my house.
1: I love it. That is so so cool.
0: Obviously, I was not going to be the crazy, strange woman who was inviting a King 5 newscaster to my house to, in a closet to record a podcast. So uh, That would have been a
1: great Instagram yes, post. Yes, it would have That's been a great post. hilarious.
0: So anyway, I am so grateful to say that Jordan actually offered up the King 5 space. So we're at King 5 today recording and it's way more legit than my fort in my closet um hey and whatever works yeah you know what i mean yeah. and i'm just so thankful that you agreed to talk with me and i want to just encourage everybody listening as we always talk about on the podcast when you feel the nudge to do something even if it's out of your comfort zone just don't be afraid to go for it because you just never know how it's going to turn out and i think I'm through this process continuously surprised on just the support and people's willingness to to help me and to talk to me. So thank you. No, and, and
1: for me I'm just honored. So thank you for allowing me to be on your podcast. It's so cool.
0: Well, it is so cool for me and for everybody else listening. And um, so with that, let's just jump into to today's topic. So you heard earlier I referenced the box commercial. That is actually what we're going to talk about today. So something that I'm passionate about and have talked about in earlier podcasts is this concept of, not putting ourselves in limiting boxes and not being afraid to take risks and try new things and it's something i've struggled with in my own life just a lot of black and white thinking or labeling or limiting potential Um, and it's something that it sounds like is near and dear to jordan's heart as well so my first question for you jordan is just tell us a little bit about the um, the intention and thought behind making that commercial, what were you hoping that viewers would take with it, and why is that near and dear to you?
1: Well, the commercial, it actually kind of serves two purposes. One, that's basically me to a T, um, and if anybody's listening wants to actually see the commercial, all you got to do is go to YouTube, type in Jordan Steele, King 5 Truth Campaign. And it should pop oh, up, yeah. Okay. So you can okay, so you can great. watch it. But basically, it's that's just my authentic self. But mm-hmm. the um, the idea behind the image campaign for King Five was like we have this truth campaign that we're trying to let people know. Like you, you hear the term fake news all the time, right? Um, there's a lot of information going out there. A lot of it's negative. A lot of it is wrong. And so King Five has this idea to let viewers know, like a, you know, this is someone you can trust. B, we're real people. Like everybody mm-hmm. else, another campaign that we, or the same campaign, but another commercial is a, one of our reporters here is a journalist who, like, doesn't wear any makeup. She has a horse. Yes. She's out I've in the woods. That. Yeah, I awesome love home. that commercial. She's amazing, right? Yep. That's her authentic self. Yep. And the fact that this place allows you to do that is so much different yes. than the world. And, of course, other news organizations mm-hmm. where you have to be prim and proper and pretty and look the part yep. and all that jazz. So, you know, I just think it, it serves both the purposes of, like, letting people know, like, hey, you can be you mm-hmm. and still rock it. And then for me, I was like, I'm not going to pretend to be anybody I'm not. So I'm just going to let it all out there. And that's how I feel, right? Yeah. That's that's who I am. That's who we all should be. But the problem is, like you said, about these, these limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. these boxes society puts us in, we don't think that way. Mm-hmm. We think the way the society thinks. And yeah. it's wrong. And yeah. we need to get out of that box. And we need to start thinking for ourselves and be true to it. Because that's when you're going to find a clear path. And your flow. Yeah. Until then, you're not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So have you had, I know I really responded to that commercial and, you know, a lot of people probably have seen it and it resonated with them and they wouldn't take the time to reach out to you. But what kind of response have you seen? Are you finding that people are really craving interactions or just, um even to just see that more authentic, vulnerable side through the truth campaign. Yeah, I, I would
1: say they're not craving interactions. That's just like a benefit, a plus with it. Mm-hmm. They're craving an idea of something they watch mm-hmm. to be like their everyday life. Yeah. Because, I mean, since the inception of television, it's not it hasn't been that mm-hmm. way. Hollywood, I mean, it's completely different. We try yeah. to make it more authentic. And of course, with everyday television, um, you know, I think now we're at a, a time... When there's so much out there and with social media, everything is loud. Yes. And we need to simplify Mm -hmm. and we need to let people know that like we need to just go back to being real. Yeah. And stop putting on a show for everybody. Yeah. And so the commercial is basically a snippet Mm -hmm. of what this TV show is about. Mm -hmm. Take five, right? So it's an hour a day and we try to get in some news because we're a TV news organization. So we have to do that. But we want to look at it from a different lens, mm-hmm. right? I could tell you the same story twice and look at it two completely different ways. right? So when your 11 o'clock news says breaking news, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you're looking at that as like, oh, that's kind of scary. Seattle, that's a nervous thing yes. to make me feel like the city I'm living in. Take five is like, okay, this happened, but here's all the good coming out of it. Yeah, Okay, look at the people rallying. Look mm-hmm. at the community coming together for others. Mm-hmm. And so if we can build a show like that, m- what we've learned is people are enjoying yes. that style of news because mm-hmm. they're still getting their content that they need, but they're also still seeing the normal human side that yep. everybody should be showing. Mm-hmm. You've got to be your authentic self. And the problem is when you're, you're on stage or you have a camera in front of your face. I mean, look at Instagram. Yes. How many Instagram photos? I mean, I posted one today. I woke up. I was exhausted with my kid. Yeah. I was like, it's been a long night. I took a picture and posted, man, long night. I mean, I just had three kids, so it's been rough sleeping. <laughs> and... I looked awful. I just woke yeah. up. So what did I do? I put a filter on it. Right. Because you put a filter on yes. it because you want people to, you know what I mean? Yes. And ideally we shouldn't live like that yeah. because it's just, a it's not a lie, but it's, it's not the full truth. Right. And so everybody gets this idea like, oh my gosh, their life is so perfect. Mm-hmm. I wish my life was like that. I have a friend. I believe they got divorced mm-hmm. because of Facebook, because you get FOMO. You're looking at people's lives. Yeah. Like, Why isn't it like is it my life like that? Yeah. And so then they got torn apart because of something that wasn't real. It's all fake. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, I think it's so interesting. And I think, you know, earlier I had commented to you, you know, how surprised I was that I got a response from you. And I think in part, it's sort of about what you're, you're talking about in terms of, you know, your response to me was, Oh, I try to respond to everybody. You yeah, know, you or I do human. respond to everybody, yeah. right? To bring that human element as and as I you think can. we're so um, not used to that. That has sort of become counterculture now. Yeah, like right. my expectation is like, oh, why would he take the time to respond to me? I'm I'm not really anybody, because right?
1: Because me as a person I know it took you time to respond to me. If right. someone hand writes me a letter, I will hand right. one back. Right. Because it took them it's time that to It's that
0: intentional connecting, that authentic connection. And I think you're so right. And I think, you know, I I also, it's funny, I'm just really through this process, really venturing into social media. I've been a voyeur forever. Mm-hmm. I'm not consistent about posting things. But when I started this podcast, it became clear to me that that was a way For people to feel like they were getting a glimpse uh, into who I am and so what's interesting is that it's been such a learning experience for me and it's not comfortable for me. Um, Why? Well I think I don't really enjoy being in the spotlight. I don't enjoy um, attention really. Sure. And so when i first started posting there were all these learnings i had like my i had i have two teenage kids and so one of my teenagers said to me like mom you know you if you're going to post pictures of yourself you can't use a filter because then people won't think you're real which is actually very wise words coming from a 17 year old it was like okay right but it's been interesting i even the other day i had someone that i know professionally that i hadn't seen in a while I ran into them and they said, without even really talking to me to know what I'm doing, they said, oh my gosh, you're doing amazing. You're just crushing it right now. <laughs> and it was so funny because I, my reaction was like, that's so funny. It's like, so funny the right? only reason they think I'm crushing it is that I'm posting a lot on social media yeah. and I have a podcast, but like, they have no idea. There could be one person listening to my podcast or I could be like in massive debt or who knows, right? Like not really crushing it, but what I'm putting out there is making it look like I'm crushing it. And so it's just, it was just this funny moment where I'm like, yeah, we really can create these personas. Create
1: whatever world you want. And I also uh, challenge you and encourage you to don't think of it as I don't like the spotlight, you know, think of it as like you are the tool mm-hmm. to get info out there. It's yeah. not about you. It's not about me. It's about everybody who's taking in this info. Yes. So if you are the device to get that there, mm-hmm. great. But it's the people that are like, oh, I'm the spotlight. It's all about me. Right. Me, 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 me. That's not what yes. your listeners want. That's no. not what people, That's not, you know what I mean? No. Yeah. So... Think of it that way, yeah. and it'll be less scary. I, I
0: like, I, I like you know? thinking of it that way, and I think that's sort of the, that some of the defining moments I've had to have with myself is sort of that conversation with myself, like, what am I, what's the intention behind what I'm doing, yeah. like, to encourage others and lift them up, and how am I doing that through being authentic and telling my story and talking about things that sometimes are uncomfortable for other people to talk about. Right. And so I've sort of made that shift mentally of like is it important enough for me to get that message out that I'm willing to put myself out there? And the answer is yes. And so that's what I'm doing. That's you great. know, and I think that's what you're doing and it's a very different approach which is why your commercial resonated so much with me. It was like I wouldn't say I don't usually pay attention to commercials. I completely tune them out. I'm doing a million things mm-hmm. while I had the TV on in the background, but I stopped and I listened to that commercial very intently, and it was like, yes, like this must be something that the world needs because this is what I'm saying mm-hmm. on my podcast. This is what you know you're talking about on TV, and actually, I know exactly the um, commercial you're talking about with the other, awesome. um, yes, yeah. Yeah. with the horse. And I mean, that is the other one that resonates with right. me, right? It's like yes, and so I think there's really something there,
1: and there's a lot of people right now craving it, and. Uh, trying to provide it I mean, yeah I don't know I mean you could just see it on Instagram yeah you know, motivational quotes all yes. the time and it's like either everybody's hopping on the bandwagon to try to be this motivational speaker or you can look at it as like no we're all just trying to encourage each other yeah because there's so much out there that'll pull you down yes and you gotta it, you can't let that yeah pull you down yeah. like you starting the podcast oh I can't I don't have a podcasting yes. room doesn't matter. Just do it. You have to just do it. I know. It's so
0: true. And I think that, you know, one of the things that I wanted to ask you specifically about is like speaking of just do it, you know, one of the things that you reference is that you want your kids to see you living outside of the box. And I think that feels very personal for me. And it's part of what keeps me going. It's become more important to me now with my teenagers as they're getting ready to go out into the world you know we're three years from being empty nesters and i i think a lot about the example that i'm setting for them and i want them to take risks i want them to get out of their comfort zone i don't want them to live afraid or so, as someone that they're not, right. you know? And so I think about that a lot. So that me really too. resonated with
1: me. I mean, it's, it's, that's the scariest thing. Yeah. Being a parent mm-hmm. and hoping that they turn out okay. Yes. <laughs> you know what yeah, I, mean? I do. Because, you know, you just do what you think is right and you hope that it, it is the right thing. Yeah. So, you know, I, I say that and it's true. I believe it. I want to let them see that and want that. Yeah. But I don't know if the, if what I'm doing, the the trail I'm on is visible. Yeah. I mean, they're five, so mm-hmm. it's probably not visible because they're five. Right. But I'm hoping that it will be mm-hmm. and that they will look at that. And, and you know, and it takes time. It takes wisdom. I think it took me until I was in my late 20s to realize, like, the things my parents did. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Because as a kid, you're just like, yeah. oh, this is what parents do. Yeah. And so, you know, it's always important just to be present with them. Mm-hmm. And patience is... I'm still learning all of Mm -hmm. that. And I I just started to try to get them to do... Gosh, I'm having a, a blank right now where you were you tell yourself something positive. Like I am. Like affirmations. affirmations. Thank you. Yeah, I'm am yeah. amazing. I'm beautiful, yeah. you know. And, yeah. and so I'd like to do that every day. So yeah. I get ingrained in them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they play ball. Sometimes they don't.
0: Well, it's, you know what? I just, um, I'm sure you haven't had a chance to listen to it. But my last guest, my first guest, Dr. Renee St. Jacques, I had on. And she is a psychologist. And she talks about. How, um you know, from a very early age, our brain literally forms grooves. Oh, yeah. And they can be positive or negative. And so she has a young um, daughter, yeah. and she was talking about how every day she says to her daughter, you, you are worthy, you yeah. are enough. Right. Every day. And she's like, I know that that might sound cheesy, but I'm trying to form those grooves right. for her. And I think that that is... So important, and I also, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, as far as you wondering if it's visible, you're right. I mean, even my kids, like uh, now, I'm thinking, like, I'm running out of time. Like yeah. they're getting ready to right. go out into the world. I'm running out of time. Did I, did I model the right things? And you know, I, I can confidently say I'm doing the best I can, and I love them more than anything. And, um, but you know, I think. Like you said, they have to get older. Like, even doing this podcast for me has had, I've processed a lot about the sacrifices my own parents have made and right, sort of, right. and I'm 43 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. So, I think sometimes we might feel like it's not visible, but what I keep telling myself about the decisions that I'm making in my life right now, it's like, my kids, do they think it's cool I have a podcast? Probably not. Right. I mean, they haven't listened to it. Right. I'm always like, have you listened to it? Yeah. They're like, No, No, I haven't. Right. Um, But I at least want them to see me not being afraid and like to see me always being committed to learning new things and not um, getting set in my ways or having people from all different walks of life around me, you know, and believing that people are valuable and knowing how to connect with other people. Yeah. So I have to ask you, I know we're we're, um, talking about the whole box concept today. And one of the things that I was really interested in when you talk about this whole truth campaign. Yep. So why was the box concept your truth?
1: I think my entire life when we were trying to figure out this concept was like, I've always never fit in, but yet I've always been a chameleon. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've always tried to blend into whatever environment that I'm in. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's the simplest and it could be so silly for people, but it might resonate with a few of you. Growing up in Southern California and having family in the mountains, like Flagstaff, Arizona, outside of Phoenix, mm-hmm. like we're talking seven thousand feet elevation. So they are more mountain people. To them, I was a city slicker. Right. When I was in Southern California, they'd called me mountain man.
0: Mm-hmm. I was neither both,
1: right? I was yeah. this blend of both, but I would never yeah. fit in, right? I played on the football team. And I did drama. Mm
0: -hmm. To the football
1: players, I was the drama geek. To the drama players, I was the jock.
0: Right. I was never
1: neither one of them. I just did both. So, you know, that's always stuck with me. And then, you know, I get into this this idea of, okay, I want a career in television and pursue meteorology. Senior year, I'm setting out tapes to get a job. And one of my professors is like, what are you going to do after graduation? I'm like, oh, I'm going to become a meteorologist. And he's like, (laughs) ooh. bad idea you're not gonna (laughs) no that's not you you're not gonna do it Mm -hmm. you should do this route and I looked at that I was like whoa that's not encouraging at all Mm -hmm. so I took that and ran with it I was like no I'm gonna prove you wrong and I'm gonna do it and so I ended up you know pursuing my passion but no matter what when I was doing weather I wasn't just the meteorologist. I wasn't in that box, mm-hmm. right? You have these boxes that you can put yourself yeah. in. Are you the house mom? Yes. Is that the box you're in? Yes. No. Yeah. Are, are you the wife? Mm-hmm. No, I'm both. Are you a working mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all of them. Okay. So is that your box? No, I'm even further than that, right? Yeah. So don't let society put a box on you. And so for me, you know, this idea that someone who does weather could also host. A show is a concept that's confusing. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, but you do weather. Mm -hmm. People
0: are more comfortable just saying, "Yeah, you do this one thing." Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. or maybe they're comfortable with seeing that. Like, oh, that's my weather guy. Why is he doing this over here? Yeah, because you know you are looking at that as someone who put you know as a box. Yeah, like don't don't let that be Mm -hmm. so. Anyway, that was the idea behind it, and it's been you know my whole life. You know, Mm -hmm. I've always been interested in so many things that I. My box is huge. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the whole thing here is if you're going to have a box, make it the yep. biggest box in the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So.
0: So was that something that you had to, like you always knew about yourself? No. That you Like was no it modeled way. for you? Or how, like were your parents telling you to pursue your passion? Or no. how did you sort of develop into this? That's a great multifaceted
1: question. Multifaceted. So I guess A, it started with just what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I've been interested in a million things. I think that is, it comes to my upbringing. Mm-hmm. We would do family trips, camping, and I was surfer and then I would snowboard and I would hunt with my uncles yeah. in the mountains. So I did all of these cool things. I did drama. I was going to move to LA and be an actor. Mm-hmm. Like, what was I thinking, right? So there were so many things I was interested in. I could never figure out what my, who am I? I yeah. have all these things that I'm interested in, but what am I actually going to do? Yeah, And so it came with the whole learning process. So it started there and then, as I continue to mold and grow up, you know, you you have real life mm-hmm. questions and, and that you need to answer. Knocking on your door, hey, how are you going to pay this bill? Hey, where are you yeah. going to live? Hey, what are you going to do? And so, my parents, my mother worked for one of these um, companies called Psi Seminars, and it was one of those classes you could take, right? Mm-hmm. Positive, uplifting class to teach you about the power of your mind. Hmm. And so she put me in as a kid, and it started there as like a foundation of like, oh, one plus one doesn't equal two. One right. plus one equals three. Here's why. Let's think outside the box. Can you, you know, and you would learn these things. You're like, I've never looked at life that way. That's crazy. And then from there, I got older, always in the back of my head. I went back and redid the class. Then I was turned on to my favorite person ever, Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. Read his books. I was like, oh my gosh, there's this idea that I can be whatever I want. And it grew and it grew and the knowledge came came in. And I just continued on to expand that. And then Mm -hmm. once I got to the whole, like, figure out who I was in terms of, like, the direction I want to go. What I want to believe in. Then I started to like focus on my spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Now it's like family. So mm-hmm. you want to get this whole well-rounded individual. Yep. So anyway, it's, yeah. it's a blend. I, it's a life process. Yeah,
0: I think it's, and I really appreciate you sort of sharing, um, sharing that because I think as we were talking earlier, just it would be really easy for people if they're seeing you on TV, right, to from the outside go. Oh well, he's got it all figured out, yeah. right? Like he's he knows exactly where he's heading. He's no idea. On TV. We're all lost. He's look he's got success. Like, oh, you're crushing I know. it. Look at you're me. like I'm crushing it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm just starting in a my podcast. Closet, right. So... Right. But
1: to the outside, <laughs> yeah, it's like oh it's my what gosh.
0: they see, right? And right. so I think w- what can happen just because of the way that our society is, is set up is that they, you know, people can look at someone like you. And or maybe even me, like I've had people through this process that think I'm crushing it, say to me, like, you're so brave. I could never do what you're doing. Right. Or like they'd look at you and be like, they would immediately think that's not available to them. Right. Like you, you are successful. You're on TV. You've got all this figured out from the outside, but that's not their life.
1: See, that's a limiting belief. That's something that we all need to learn to like break through.
0: That's right. And I think that's the thing. That has been such a learning for me and why um, what you're sharing really resonates because you're saying what I say a lot, which is, you know, success is not a straight path for most people. There's a lot of different definitions of success in mm-hmm. life, whether it's about your family, your faith, your marriage, mm-hmm. you know, the how you touch other people's lives in your work, whatever it is, and that it's um it is a limiting belief exactly when we start to look at ourselves as these like really narrow beings and define our success in a very specific way.
1: But if you're if you have grown up in a in a life, in a family that looks at it- yes through that lens yes that's all you know Mm -hmm. so you have to be willing to to learn something new yeah and like say okay maybe this isn't the way life's supposed to be lived or if it is for them great does that mean it has to be that way for me no that's right so i'm always like pick up a book learn something random Mm -hmm. you know and just see like right now and i'm sorry i'm going on a tangent no you're good like this whole division in the country is driving me bonkers being in the news and looking at it, it it really makes me upset yeah. So I will tell people like, hey, you're in this city working for a news organization that might be giving you things from above that you have to air or whatever. Yeah. Why don't you go out and listen to podcasts from the other viewpoint yes. just to make yourself more knowledgeable yes. about the why people are believing other things. Yes. And so that will give you more of a picture. Yes. But if you live in one path
0: mm-hmm. and say,
1: this is the only way, then you're... There's yeah. a lot you're missing out on mine. It's
0: true. And it really, I think being being very open, which is something that I was taught, you know, in my family, I would say that in some things, my parents were very narrow, but in general, like they are very open. Um and so I sort of have always looked at things through a lens of curiosity instead That's of great. judgment. That's right. Perfect. And so it really does I think when you can approach life in that way, it really helps you build strong relationships with other people. You really flex that empathy muscle. Yeah. You are able to extend grace. Right. Which is really so much of what the world needs I know. right now. I mean, there's just not there's just not enough of it. Yeah. And and
1: There's a quote, I can't remember it exactly, but it's like, stop talking. Yeah. (laughs) Just listen. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Just listen. Yeah. And and take a second to process before you just immediately Mm -hmm. shoot back.
0: That's right. It's so true. Yeah. Well, I so appreciate you sharing your insight with us today and a little bit about your own journey and just... You know, the whole point of this podcast is just to encourage and lift other people up and help give them the courage to, you know, try new things, to not view success in a vacuum, um, and to just... Appreciate you know their own unique gifts and what they have to offer, and hopefully find the courage to put them out into the world. I hope so. So thank you so thank much you. for being here sure. and talking with me. And I do. Um. So we always end with a quote. Okay. And you can use that quote you just gave. No, I got stop new talking. Quote. Okay. Okay. Good. Give us your quote. So the
1: quote is from Tony Robbins, who I think got it from yes. Jim Rohn. Okay. And it's people overestimate what they can do in a year. And drastically underestimate what they can do in a decade.
0: Yes. I love that. I've always looked
1: at that. I'm like, oh, that's powerful. I love that. So keep your goals out there. Yeah. And you'll be shocked when you look back 10 years. Like, oh, look at everything I did.
0: Really powerful. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, Jordan, thank you so thank much you. again for making the time. Course. And quickly, if anyone has not seen the commercial, yeah. please go one more time. Where can they you find can just, it?
1: Yeah, there's the 30-second clip. It's on YouTube. Just uh, search Jordan Steele, King 5, Truth, and it should pop up. I'm in a yellow jacket at a lake, and my kids are in it. Anyway, it's so good. But they can always reach out to me, too, it's I so can good. Send the clip. Yes,
0: and that was my next question. How can they connect with you so, if they want to?
1: Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, which is at... TV's Jordan Steele, TVS, and then um, email, you know, jsteele at king5.com. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Thank
0: you you so much. And thank you, everybody, for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this segment. You better
1: have enjoyed it. Yeah. Don't forget to
0: subscribe, (laughs) share, and rate or leave a review or reach out to me on social media. I always love hearing from you all. And join me next time for a venture into the concept of resistance and how we can break through. And until then, have courage, be kind, and give yourself and others grace.